Hello, everyone, and welcome back to From the Felt. My name is Ryan Crow, and I'm your host, along with Mr. Bill Hewer and Sam Von Kennel, uh, recording today out of the Texas Card House. Sam, Bill, how you guys doing? Hey, doing good, Ryan. How's the weather there in Austin? Is it as rainy there as it is here? Uh, staying dry. It's not not too bad. <laughs> How's uh, you guys making it through all right? With the, was it Imelda? Is it? Yeah, Imelda pushed through here for just the last two days, and uh, I thought today was going to be a very clear day, but all of a sudden the rain came out of nowhere while I was playing in the uh, the Scott tournament today, and just cats and dogs for about an hour, but it cleared right up, so you never know with weather in Houston. It, it so with that kind of weather the last week, I assume the only thing you can do is play poker all day, right? That's pretty much all I did was played poker. I played in the uh, the Scott tournament the third day today, and wouldn't you believe it, uh, got down to the final four and got knocked out. So two of the remaining three are going to advance to day two, and I'm not one of them. Nice, nice. Sam, how about you? Yeah, similar story to Bill. We had uh, I played day one C, Austin, Texas Card House, and uh, 41 entries, five players bagged. I make the final table and could not close the deal. And uh, of those 41 entries, I believe I was entry number 22, 27, and 33. <laughs> <laughs> so the numbers just weren't working out, right? Yeah, fourth time's a charm is not a phrase that's there. So we, we Wait, you've always got four or five more bullets to fire next weekend, right? That's right. Yeah. You know, it's not done yet. We got three more starting one days, and uh, I'm excited to see that we can play at Texas Card House and at Prime. So between one of those two clubs, maybe I can bag one. Yeah, for those who aren't aware, we're talking about the Texas Poker Championships going on uh, pretty much throughout the state this week. Um, we, we've got a little over 300 entries in the first weekend. Uh, next weekend, I know we're going to be um, – there's going to be a couple of day ones at Prime Social, uh, one of the new members of the Texas uh, – excuse me, of the Social Card Clubs of Texas. So really excited about that. Well, we also have with us today a couple of other special guests. Uh, we have um, – Rain Delay Dan and Damon Burton uh, joining us from St. Louis, correct? St. Louis, St. Louis and Vegas. He's St. Oh, and, oh, you're from Vegas. I, Vegas now. I was I was born and raised in St. Louis, and then I moved out to Vegas about five years ago. Fantastic. Well, welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing? Good. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My Sorry. first my first time in Austin. Like, well, both of us. Yeah. Oh, Have you, you been to been? Texas before? Uh, I was in. San Antonio in 1997 for a day. Wow. I've never never been to Texas (laughs) before, so it was my first time. And so you guys actually flew into Houston with all this rain excitement going on. We attempted to on the first day, and then that wound up not working, and they canceled flights for like the entire day. So we had to come back the next morning. Yeah, we got here. We got to Houston Friday. uh, Pretty much played most of Friday, most of Saturday. There's worse things you could be doing than yeah, playing yeah, poker. Yeah. No, excellent. Well, we're excited to have you all both in Houston and now here in Austin. So, uh, yeah, I think one of the things, you know, I'm very curious to know, and I'll ask, I just want to ask a quick question, and I'll kind of turn it over to Bill and Sam, mm-hmm. our, our poker experts. But, you know, I, I've met now with a couple of different vloggers. You know, Brad and Andrew have been here a couple of times, uh, now you guys. And so, very curious to just understand, just how, how did you guys get into this? I mean, this seems to be coming a, a pretty – big thing, you know, you know, poker players vlogging. And I mean, gosh, I watched several of your videos just before we shot this today. I mean, there's 15 to 20,000 people watching each one. I mean, that's gotta be pretty exciting. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's kind of cool. And I, I will say, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but I drug him into it. Um, <laughs> I have, uh, I've always been a journaler since, I mean, I have journals, written journals dating back to 
seventh grade. And I mean, I mean, I'm 46 years old. So um, when a friend of mine turned me on to the first poker blog I ever saw, which was a guy named Tim Watts, no, it goes by the trooper. Um, I had never seen a poker blog. I'd never heard of a poker blog, uh, but it was a cool way to journal, uh, to journal like, you know, playing poker, our exploits, you know, what was going on in my daily life. Um, I had, a, well, I still, I have a little girl who's cool to kind of, you know, get videos of her growing up. Cause I know like. And her cats. <laughs> yeah, and our new, and our new I cats. Saw, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because another, another one of the things that I really liked was, um, I don't have any videos of my parents, you know, my mom, and my dad, when they're age, when they're my age now. Uh, and I thought, you know, as Jada gets older, it might be cool if she can look back on some of these, some of these things and see what, you know, playing poker was like and blah, 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 blah. And see how ridiculous you are. And see how ridiculous I am. Yeah. So, yeah. So then him as my best friend, I just drug him right into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very no, much. Yeah. Of course. You yeah. Know. He, he w would spend like, two and a half years ago yeah or something yeah and he just like texted me one day he's like i'm thinking about doing poker vlogging and he, i like you know in a vacuum you're like oh you know it could be neat yeah. and little did you know is he's, he's gonna be shaking hands with yeah. every tom dick and harry when he walks in i'm like, surprised you know. even believe me because i would call him and say i'm thinking about doing all yeah all that's true I'm thinking about growing out a beard I'm thinking like what was it? Like I, I got like daily shenanigans. You just like are itching to get into as I'm yeah. sure the, yeah. the we were gonna run with the bulls at one point. Remember I wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one the one the bull run in Spain. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> Same blow in Spain. We were gonna run with the bulls. Yeah. Like I just well, have we all kinds of to, but... all kinds of harebrained ideas. This one just actually stuck. Yeah. Well, it seems to be working out pretty damn well. So I mean yeah. you know, um well, excellent. Uh, so, just out of curiosity, do you do most? Y'all travel around quite travel around quite a bit. Or are you hang on St. Louis or Vegas? What's the? Uh, you know, the, the irony is that uh, I'm I'm the pro, but you do most of the traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he plays poker for a living. I have a regular job as a cloud architect. And at you, Bayer you for in sure St. do Louis. more traveling than I oh do. Oh my god, I do yeah, yeah, way more traveling. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Normally, I travel around uh, for the blog, similar to how I did this trip coming down to, to Houston and Austin. Um, uh, this time I brought, like, I tagged him along. Like, so he flew in from Vegas. I flew in from St. Louis and we met in Houston. Um, normally I will go, you know, from St. Louis to Vegas and then we'll like pile around down there. Um, or I go to like Northern California to Stones in Sacramento. Um, but yeah. Or you were, you were just in Chicago. I was just in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So I'm, I'm dying to know, uh, rain delay, Dan, where does that name come from? How did you get that name? So when uh when i very first started playing poker like even way before i started playing for a living in st louis i used to take a ridiculous amount of time to make decisions uh so much so that it would easily tilt you know every everyone in the game jamin and so <laughs> everyone. i wouldn't i wouldn't play at a table <laughs> there there was actually there was actually one time when i sat down at the table and uh there was probably about six uh six geriatric gentlemen yeah. at the table and i sat as soon as i sat down they in unison all stood up and walked away from the table yeah. in in protest it wow. was uh so so yeah i got this name i walked in one day to to play and i was playing at this dealer's table and uh he's like you know what you're like a human rain delay <laughs> and it just it just stuck yeah. it caught like wildfire and when and he now, says he would take i mean he would take minutes per decision per street it was, it was bad. It was bad. So that was just a strategy or was that well, just because was, you really were thinking the long route? Yeah. You know, I, it was probably 
a combination of me because I this like I said this is when I very first started playing poker so I was probably really cautious with my decisions and maybe a little too cautious <laughs> but I was really cautious and I mean I'm infinitely better now yeah oh my god that. yeah yeah plus like, you have to think like, like back then Durr was a thing yeah yeah you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah and everyone yeah. was watching high stakes poker back yeah. then, and I probably caught some of that too <laughs> yeah. uh so that's that's where that's kind of where it comes from yeah. so if you give Jamin a nickname what would it be oh that's that's tough on yeah. the spot i mean there's yeah that's a good one they were they were throwing a lot of nicknames around yeah. the poker table last night new nickname is so we'll, we'll see if that see if we want to stick there there's no way you can no i really can't no. <laughs> okay the possibilities are quite literally endless <laughs> where do you play the most at in vegas uh i usually bounce back and forth between Aria and Encore. Okay. Mostly Aria is where I would play most of my time in, but I bounce back and forth between both of those. And what part of town do you live in? That's actually my hometown, so I'm always interested to see where oh, people decide to live. Uh, I live up Spring Mountain, uh, Spring Mountain Rainbow. Okay. I thought you were gonna say I live in the Aria, in the Encore. <laughs> I mean, kind of, it's not too far nice. off. Nice, that's a great area. When I was a kid, that was the end. that was the edge of town, Spring Mountain and Rainbow. Oh really? That yeah. was that was the edge of town. That was the was edge like, of town. Yeah, there was nothing like past not Rainbow. Yeah. yeah. Sam, where do you like to play when you're out there? Yeah, that, that, he listed my top two. If I'm playing cash, usually I'm going to be at the Aria. But the tournaments at the Win, I mean, it seems like every other month they have the what do they call the Win Classic and yeah, some of the they do, they do run a lot of good tournaments there. The, the guarantees there, they do a couple hundred Ks in a day, and I mean, there's just so much value you can get through there in one day. And so yeah, those are those are definitely my top two. And then when the circuit goes through, like it's coming up in November, you know, I'll go to Planet Hollywood for it. But then you know, the Vegas tour, we'll go to go to the Rio, but. Yeah, if I'm if I'm out there on a casual weekend, I'm usually you're gonna find me same same places. But you're not gonna find me playing five five, you know, no limit holding though. I, if I'm playing cash, it's gonna be PLO. But yeah, I'm still ninety percent tournament. So those that's my bread and butter. Those are too much fun for me. What do y'all play more, cash or tournament? Go oh, cash. Yeah, definitely yeah. cash. It's tough. you guys yeah. uh, play any other games that you can find in Vegas, or is it just strictly poker? Oh, you mean like casino games? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just play poker. Poker. Yeah. Just yeah. Poker. yeah. Yo, we're all convinced that we have uh, figured out Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and we're going to like break the oh, bank yeah. with that thing. Because we're, we're on a pretty – at least when we go as a group, we're on a pretty killer streak with that game. And so uh, it's, been, it's been quite an experience. You we're kind of down not, to go back. I'm not totally unconvinced that that, that isn't beatable. Like if you're, if you're making like – optimal decisions i'm I, I i believe that it's beautiful and i don't I know really any do. of those other games well because you yeah. know like ultimate texas nope. it's you, it's you this except you play against the dealer oh yeah you should sit him down just to look at it from a poker player's perspective yeah. it's actually because really when you think of it as a one-on-one -on -one, you know hand versus hand you're not playing a bunch of players just one player yeah make your decisions differently and I think we do have something figured out with that game. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They're not very strict. I'm not sure I should be saying this on the podcast, but they're not very strict about policing people when you're sharing what everybody's hands have. And so you know, when you're counting oh, really? the outs that you should have and you can see eight or ten cards, yeah. it has oh, a massive wow. effect on it. <laughs> so I, don't really, I don't really play. I have a friend yeah. that plays it a lot, but I didn't know that they're yeah. – So we went with a group of – four guys not this last year we didn't play much the one before and we did four different like three to four hour sessions so you got 16 quote-unquote sessions playing and i think 
15 of the six, we all won. It was just like ridiculous. And yeah. So we're, we're, we're dying to go back and kind of see if we can uh, keep that going. But uh, here's was- how, here's an example of how not strict they were. I'm in the five seat and what was it? Darren and Ryan are in the one and two seat and they would openly get mad at me that I didn't like just rip my cards face up and they'd be like, what, what do you mean? Show me what you have. And the dealer's <laughs> just sitting right there just like, all right, all right. I have King five of clubs here. Look, like, it's wow, crazy. It's wow. almost like the casino doesn't understand. It's like, like, are you kidding me? Like, I know that most players can't use that information properly anyway. Right. You know exactly. I mean, that might, might be yeah. true. I mean, that's like exactly always true. says, like, think of how many blackjack books are out in like yeah. in the public. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they're still making a killing on blackjack. People aren't, yeah. aren't yeah. conceptually <laughs> using like right. card removal. Yeah. I, I was at Aria this past weekend and it was the first time a floorman had come over and said, Hey, you're not supposed to show each other your cards. And I just said, okay. And continued to show each other our cards. Yeah. And then you yeah. continued to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, we did a little research ourselves and if you really, I mean, it's kind of complex because you have a certain way you can bet. And you have to you do other bets. You have yeah. to bet like four times or two times. Based on the street itself. The, yeah, mm-hmm. That's right. And so you can quickly just count the number of outs that you have versus the deal. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you're getting the information of other cards, see, yeah. see the other, like, like we were sitting there, we had five of us, so we could see 10 cards each. Right. I, I mean, know I'm whispering. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I love the whisper. Yeah, you feel like, like you're getting away with something. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of does, but I'll tell you. Mr. Ari isn't listening to this. <laughs> right. But I mean, hey, look, here's the thing. I mean, maybe we uh, got lucky, but that's probably the thing. We probably got lucky and they're thinking, oh, yeah, these guys are going to come back every time. So, but uh, exciting stuff. So, <laughs> so where's your next, where are you guys off to next after Houston? Or after uh, Austin? Uh, my flight leaves Austin at 6.45 this morning, and I go directly into work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, what is what is work? At, I have a meeting at Bayer at 11 a.m. Well, I think so, you should yeah, 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 so, so I'll, be in, I'll be in St. Louis for a while. My next trip is next weekend. I will be at uh, Stone's Gambling Hall in uh, Sacramento. It's, uh, they're having a get together there. I'll be there. Troop will be there. Dave Tuckman will be there. Um, Alexander Fitzgerald. Um, and that's, a, that'd be a uh, live stream. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Great. And when you say you're going to work, yeah. Where, yeah. what do you, what do you mean you go to work? Is that poker work or other work? No, other work. I work as a, I, my, you know, <laughs> nine to five is, uh, I'm a technical architect. I'm a cloud engineer. Oh, wow. So I'll, I'll go to work and sit in front of a computer and go to meetings and type code and, you know, just normal he's a, nine to five stuff. He's a full-time nerd. I'm a, a full-time job. nerd. <laughs> a real job. Yeah. Now, now it makes sense why you like The Walking Dead so much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you still current on that, epi- on that show, no, by the way? I gave up on it this year. This I, d- year. I, I gave up on it last year myself. Yeah, I kid. Yeah. We, we just talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it. gone way super downhill. Yeah. And you, are you on the way back to Vegas, Randley? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll just be headed back afterwards. So you are playing professionally now. That's, that's your, your job. Cool. Well, how, how long have you been doing that? Uh, it's almost almost 10 years exactly. Wow, okay. Has it been that long? Yeah, it was November of 2009. Oh, wow. So it must be going to, okay. I mean, 10 going years. Going all right. Yeah. You know, still what were you doing, so what were you doing before that? Uh, I was actually on a track to go to law school. Um, and then through... Dodged various, a bullet there. What's that? Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Through through various uh, circumstances that wound up been in, being put on the back burner. And then in between that time period is when I kind of fell into poker and just kind of never went back to it. Um, but before that, I mean, I went to college, got my undergrad and everything. And then, uh, but I was just doing 
manual labor work that just warehousing stuff. Yeah, I was telling somebody the other day that you are the only person that I know, like of all the poker players that I know, uh, that you are the only one that went from legitimately playing one, two, no limit to playing like the stakes you are now, which is like, I mean, is it fair to say you're playing dabbling in 50, 100? Yeah. 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 Some serious money there. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. 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 Well, that's, Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's been a long, long road. Yeah. Good I mean, I, I've known other people that have done it, but it's always been, you know, they've had jobs in the middle or they had a windfall of money or like something that has happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or a tournament score. Yeah. Like that. It sounds like you're following in the footsteps of Chip Reese. Wasn't he the one who was on his way to law school, stopped to Vegas, and then became a professional poker player? Is that, never the, went oh, is that his backstory? I think that's, I think that he was traveling from. East Coast to West Coast, stopped in Vegas, and that was that. He was a huh. professional poker player going forward. Well, that's, that story is a little bit cooler than mine. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess that's yeah. kind of similar, actually, yeah. Very cool. So, so this is your first time coming to playing in Texas, you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Texas is kind of going through a little bit of a, a renaissance right now as far yeah. as poker goes. It's yeah, been, say say that. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, a, a tumultuous ride to, to say the least. Uh, and I think I mean, all of us on here have been a little bit a part of that. I mean, Bill's, Bill's actually done hard time in the name of poker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the longest 35 hours of my life. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So I'm mean, very excited to have you guys here. And um, you know, as, as, as poker grows in Texas, we're hoping to, you know, get, get, personalities like y'all hear more or influencers like y- y'all here in uh in texas more and more so very excited about that well it definitely appears there's a there's like a, a boom resurgence happening here for sure Thank time yeah, we versus just, we can just keep it uh we, we can just keep yeah. everybody you know all the clubs doing things the right way yeah and, and keep it stable yeah what did you guys think of now, it there's zero chance that i'm not coming back <laughs> yeah, I, I can <laughs> tell you that right now there's zero chance like i'm definitely coming back yeah i would yeah. agree no, very cool. So, so you guys got to play in the Texas Card House Houston and Texas Card House Austin, and I know I know Houston was better, but the whole experience of playing in Texas, you know, it, it's very different way, <laughs> a different way than all the other places around the country or in the world. What were your thoughts on it? What did you like it, dislike it? What were your thoughts on that whole time time pain? You want to start here? Uh, well, I, sorry, you were the question was uh, like, what are your thoughts on on the on the games here in general? No, the, the Texas way of doing things to allow us to, you know, legally play Texas. Oh, I think, Texas. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Like the, the, the things that, the, the little things that you do to keep everything, to keep everything legal, yeah. basically. Like even, even as far as the, the tipping chips, yeah. which I have never seen before. I had never seen that before either. And at first I didn't like, you know, like I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't like it at first. Like it, it was, it was weird. And then it was, I was funny. I was at home last night and I thought, I actually think I do like that better. Like I can track it. Like, and yeah. I was like, when I get home, I, I think I'm going to do it's, it anyway. It's, yeah. It's yeah. easier to track, yeah. but that's not, but we don't really like to keep track of tips. <laughs> I do. It's a, do you? Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to know that at all. That number is yeah. painful. I, I know it's painful, but I don't yeah, want to I know, know what it is. Yeah. But I, I do, I do like that though. And obviously you guys are doing everything possible to keep, to keep this, and do you understand why we have to do the tip yes. chip? Yeah, because, yeah. Right. because if people start tipping, you can't tip with the money that's at risk on the table. And so, right, right. Um, before we used to say, "Hey, you can tip with cash," but people would still just take those chips and throw them. Mm. And you have to either doing it, and you have to, you know, they they, they, they out of habit yeah. because everywhere yeah. else yeah. you just yeah. give the waitress or yeah. whoever a dollar. But I mean, everything that 
from my brief time here, everything you guys are doing seems great. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, the, the, the tough thing here was getting players to switch from just not seeing the money coming out, like in the, the table rate, to mm-hmm. playing, playing hourly. So mm-hmm. yeah. now they there's like a, you know, they pay up front or they pay afterwards. They pay 10 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour, whatever I mean, it is. The thing is that the, the, the deal that you give the players is amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if the players actually realize how good of a deal it is. A lot of them don't. <laughs> yeah, they probably they probably don't. But I mean, it's the equivalent to seven dollars every half an hour, yeah. which is basically time rake for five ten games in Vegas. Yeah. And that is the time rake in in Vegas is way better than the regular two five or one three rake right. because that's you know they take four dollars max. And here in Austin, it's it's ten bucks an hour, so five bucks per half hour. So so it's even wow. lower here in Austin. Yeah, it's even better. And, yeah, and, I mean, it's, which, it's and would you believe there are places in Texas where the rake is ten percent max fifteen or sometimes no max and we're still playing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I've yeah. I've been since I've been here I've heard sort heard some pretty <laughs> horrific stories yeah. about some of the uh rakings that go on yeah. in some of the games and it's i mean it's pretty horrifying that people even play in those games but i mean i guess before you guys were able to institute these card houses i guess they didn't really have a choice we we didn't have a choice we had nowhere else to go you know oklahoma's six hours north and louisiana's six hours east and it's challenging so. here because we charge to get into the club right so when you come in you're paying 10 bucks an hour the one two guys are paying 10 bucks an hour we have a 5 10 25 game that's playing now on wednesday 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's, it's, we don't, we don't make, un, I mean, it's, I mean, it's unbeatable. Yeah. yeah I'm just really saying, so, yeah. I mean, you obviously this player's I, unbeatable in terms of value. Like yeah. that's, it's amazing. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's interesting because there's a lot of players I think that see that there's a lot of people that say, Oh, it's not a better value. And they you know, say things like, Oh, it, it, and I think it's just the perception. Like no one wants to see money. Come out that's exactly money. what it is. Yeah. The, the only, the only hard part about it right now is, the players are having a blast playing, but you know how it goes. You, they're most the majority of them are losing players. They're going to lose all their money, and so then they go to the the counter, and it's like, oh, I've been here nine hours. Oh shit, I know ninety bucks. Yeah, like, damn, yeah. that's things. Like, man, that ninety bucks. But it's just like at the, at that time, they're not able to like conceptualize what actually happened. You played nine hours of poker, bro. Right. Like, yeah, bucks an hour is cheap. Like that's why you came. But it's just the fact that you're paying at the end, and so we're getting ready to switch. I know in Houston, we've already done it, and in Austin, we're about to with the Poker Atlas system, where you essentially load up your time card and it starts drawing as you go. It's going to be way better for people. That, yeah, that's going to open it up. The players aren't going to kind of feel the pain at the yeah. end of a losing session. You just got coolered, and, and like you said, oh, nine hours, damn, ninety bucks. Even though it's the so, exact same thing, yeah. that like it's you the said, same thing, yeah, yeah, the same. It's like your it's like your tip chip story. It's it, at first because it's new, it's weird, you don't like it, but then you realize, hey, this isn't so bad, and then yeah, you, it's, you know I mean, you love it's not it. Not that bad at all. It's 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 quite literally the exact same thing as what everyone else does, just in different form. So yeah. with the yeah. with the clubs getting like a foothold in Texas. Is there still like lobbying to get actual like casinos with poker in them, or is that kind of slowed down? I, I think there's a lot of different interest groups lobbying for different things, yeah. and there's a lot of casinos lobbying to get in. There yeah. are a lot of casinos lobbying to keep it out. Yeah, uh, we have a group of lobbyists that we work with that that really try to protect the social card clubs. What we have now, obviously, we're not trying to get full skill casinos in here because that would put us all out of business. Right, yeah. right, right. This is anti-gambling in any way. We just focus on our specific industry right, yeah. right. We promote that and so in this industry like guess, the social clubs it's is it always poker or is there like blackjack and 
No, so so one, of the, one of the key things is you can only play games where everyone has the same chance of winning. No game with a house component. So blackjack, craps, yeah. I mean, all the carnival games. Yeah. 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 I mean, there are people can kind of finagle them and try to make ways to make them. <laughs> legal, but yeah. Really, it's very difficult. It's a slippery slope. So really, it's just the player versus player games. Okay, that's cool. All right. Ryan, you said something that made me think of a question. I, I think Dan would be the best to answer. You said – you know, we don't want casinos coming into Texas because you feel like that would essentially put us out of business. But, you know, Dan, what are your thoughts? What if there was a club similar to the Texas Cardhouse style of deal? Could that survive? Could that make it make it work in Vegas? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think, I think it's just because, uh, like the bigger, the bigger name casinos are like Bellagio and Wynn and Encore. They're already so well established. And they have the slot machine money to feed in sort of promotionals. I think that you guys, you guys starting out going this direction first is it's, it's great. So Mm -hmm. like, but going the other direction with having casinos and then trying to implement card houses after that would be really, really challenging. I know when I first opened up, you know, I opened up the card house. We were the only one in the entire state and, and all, all my friends, everybody I was playing with said, you're going to put all the home games out of business. And that wasn't quite the case. You know, mm-hmm. we, we put a lot of them out of business, yeah. but the ones that stuck became even stronger than they were before. Mm-hmm. We found them a new player base. And I mean, I know home games still exist in Vegas. So that's why I was kind of curious to ask you, like, could it, it, within a, you know, even in you know St. Louis, there's casinos there where you guys are from, like could a card club, type of, of room survive against the casinos and the home games. I think, I think St. St. Louis, Louis. Yeah. yeah I was St. Thinking, Louis. But what I was thinking about is in Vegas is that those bigger named properties have so much more to throw at the players as bait. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, like you want to go see Cirque du Soleil? Here you go. You want, yeah. you know, yeah. we could never like, get in a promotional yes, war. Yeah. yeah. We, we would lose everything. Yeah, they, could they, drown, they could drown out smaller guys with just the bait alone and not feel it, you know, in their bottom. Yeah. They, you know, a lot of them offer $2 an hour in comps. Yeah which is you know it's a pretty good hourly yeah. to get to get a return yeah. on as a player yeah. so uh, but st louis is an interesting interesting thing to think about mm-hmm. as if as if it could survive there because i mean the poker scene is like you know it's kind of uh, yeah. it's, so it's a little more fragmented it's not like yeah. one or two big dogs yeah. right so if you if you have if you have i feel like if you have uh, a few a few card cubs like maybe one or two that with the concentration purely being on poker, it might actually do pretty well. I think it actually would do really well. Well, I know in those like smaller tier markets, like for example, Shreveport, I used to play over there all the time. There there were seven casinos and only two of them had poker rooms, but neither one of them gave a fuck about their poker rooms. Like it was eight tables in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And more slot machines they would. (laughs) Yeah. kept a poker room so i think <laughs> could, like those guys don't care about the poker and, right. and would almost like allow you in the market but but, but isn't right, that the stance of most casinos are, with poker yeah. rooms i mean i, I think so most yeah. casinos like i can't name a casino that cares about their poker room they'd well, much rather be a slot machine i just don't think it i mean absolutely you yeah. don't think it draws the revenue that all the other games do because I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true i think i think encore being one specifically they really care about their poker room you think? since they moved it from win I mean, I, I yeah. really, I really think that, I mean, you don't really get, I mean, you don't get the perks as, as you do playing the right. outside games, but you don't really get that with any, but yeah. I feel like they, I mean, they created this like really nice room. I mean, whatever you think about the player base is irrelevant, but as yeah. far as like a room, I feel right. like they actually do. It's a nice room. They actually do. Yeah. It. 
Dude, in the summertime, the Encore Room overlooks the line to the Encore Beach <laughs> yeah, Party. Sure so <laughs> please, like, hands down, best yeah. room to play in in the summer. It's just like a giant line of yeah. bikinis walking back and yeah. forth from the beach club. Yeah. I'm sure that was total coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. total yeah. coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> they take great care of the poker players. <laughs> So with the exception of the Encore, most, for most casinos, it seems to be an afterthought. And, you know, we, we've actually talked to some casino executives, I guess you would say, um, just in the course of our time in the industry. And they actually echoed kind of what, what we were just thinking is that most casinos don't really see it as a huge profit center. I mean, because it's not. I mean, yeah. it's got to be the least profitable game in the casino. Right. I mean, yeah. they're, they're big. I mean, they employ they a lot of a people. Ton of space. A ton of, ton of space, yeah. a ton of people. Well, you got to staff it. I mean, like, yeah. like it's it's on a scale. Like a slot machine, you put it there, it's boom, boom, it keeps I going. Mean, poker players can notoriously complain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God, they're the yeah. worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I love every yeah. one of our poker players. Yeah. I mean, in the. In a twenty-five table poker room, I mean, you could probably put how many hundred slots? Yeah, maybe, maybe even more. And I, I mean, that's going to generate. Yeah, more I mean, money they'd probably generate room. more money than that with five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's crazy how that works. I think poker though is it's kind of it's just kind of a cool thing to have. Plus, it, don't you need it to be a five-star casino? Don't you have oh, to I have a know. poker room? Maybe I, I think actually you have to have that. a poker room. I didn't know. New York, New York's another one that doesn't have a poker room. I mean, how many casinos, how many of the large, like on the strip casinos don't have poker rooms in Vegas? I mean, most of them have a room, right? Um, Off the top of my head, Cosmo does not have one. Cosmopolitan. The one on the corner across from Dolly's doesn't have one. Where where Bill's gambling hall used to be. Oh, the Cromwell. Cromwell. Yeah. But I mean, I would say, I mean, most of them do. Uh, Can't think of any off the top of the rest of the ones that don't. But again, some of them are the most pathetic attempts. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you're you're not a you're walking walking into the flamingo. You're not you're not looking for high stakes action. The very first time I ever went to Vegas, a fresh faced twenty one year old, I stayed because of course it's the cheapest thing I could find on the strip. We're at the Stratosphere, and I played a forty dollar poker tournament there. It was like three tables. We got. We got second place in that one, so oh, we're nice. real, proud, real proud of that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if the Stratosphere still has. I they, have one. I mean, they might not. They might not. Yeah, this would be ten years ago. Yeah. I would be. I would be surprised if they did. So, uh, we're up at about thirty minutes near you guys. Any other questions you want to ask Sam, Bill, before we let these guys get back to the table? No, guys, thanks so much for, for coming out and visiting both of our poker rooms. I'm glad you got to see it with your own eyes, and, and I hope that uh, you got some Texas hospitality while you were here. We did. Yeah, yeah. We did. And some we Texas did. money, too. Go out there. And <laughs> well, yeah. so, some of us are taking the Texas money. Others yeah. are. Some of, them are taking, some of us are taking a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> some, of, some of these Texans are taking my money. So I, I, I left last night before uh, I saw what happened. whatever you guys did with Major and his money. And, and I know you were being really nice to him last night. Did you guys oh, yeah. end up when you ran it once. end up taking it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got into a hand, and uh, I think we, we ran it once, and then I I won. I, I forget what I had, but maybe you, a flop two ma- pair. You no, know, you you masterfully showed him how to play queen seven of hearts. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I flopped the plus. You sure showed I, him. Yeah, yeah, I kind of felt bad, and I told you, <laughs> all right, run him another time. <laughs> but you did leave him with some money. I did. Okay. You have to leave people with some so they can build it back up. There you, go. you can't take it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Such a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> no, excellent. Well, thank you guys again for coming out. Uh, definitely have to get you guys back down here again. Uh, as we continue sure. to open new locations, love to have you come out and, and visit them. And 
I'm sure all of our players would love to come play with you guys as well. So definitely look forward to doing that. Um, Sam, any other questions from you? Oh, man, I appreciate you guys coming out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry I missed y'all. Excellent. Well, have, have a good time and have a safe flight back. Don't, don't, uh, don't fall asleep in that 11 o'clock meeting tomorrow morning. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to try to get some sleep on the plane. Two hours should be enough. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, ripe young 46, you said. Yeah. Two hours is plenty for anyone. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to having you on again soon. Thank you All again. Right. Thanks thank for you. having us. Thank you. Take care. See Bye. you guys. So where where does this podcast end up? Look. So it'll go on. We have a huge following, guys. You're going to be listened to by like my mom, Bill's mom. Sweet. All right, hey. Yeah. Oh, that sounds Sweet. good. Yeah. Uh, meet the family. You're going to have a yeah. whole